This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about this week's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Salima Amwanga all about how to create and optimize your social media profiles based on your personal brand. Salima shares why we should be using social media to show off our brand, our personalities, and how it can even unlock new career opportunities. A little bit about Salima before we get started is that she is a personal brand strategist and the founder of You Flourish. You Flourish is a platform where driven workforce professionals and entrepreneurs can learn how to develop a strong personal brand that will unlock new career and business opportunities all while living a life they love. I'm so happy that she's here. I love chatting with Salima. It was so much fun. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen and learn from her and hopefully pick up a couple of tips along the way. All right, you guys, let's get started. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Salima, can you say hi to everyone? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to chat. How are you doing? I am doing pretty good. It is freezing where I am, but I am making it through day by day. How are you? <laughs> exactly. Where are you located? I'm in like the I'm in Maryland, but close to DC. Oh, cool. Oh, I have family there. That's awesome. I love Maryland. We have family in Annapolis. Are you close to there? I'm about 30 minutes from Annapolis. Oh, cool. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited you could join us today. We're going to be chatting about how to create and optimize your social media profiles based on your personal brand. So I can't wait to dig in and pick your brain all about that. But before we get started, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started. Yeah. So my name is Delima once again, and I am a personal brand strategist and coach. I kind of started in this sphere a little informally. I always loved helping incoming college students figure out how to basically brand themselves in college and cater their college experience towards them and the, the different goals that they have and to actually leave a lasting impact at the school that they have and on their professors so that they can always have that community no matter what they do moving forward. And as I was doing that, I was like, you know, this is actually a lot of fun. And then COVID hit and I couldn't really meet with students the way that I used to. And I was like, why don't I take these things online and see who needs help developing a personal brand. And that's how you flourish. My personal brand uh, consulting company came up. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So how long have you been doing this? Informally with like the college uh, mentorship, I've been doing that for about four years, but I've been doing you flourish for a little over like a year and a half now, I think. Yeah. That's definitely awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, good. Congratulations. That's exciting. I love when one thing stems from another and, you know, even in COVID, good things happen, good things flourish. I like that you, you, yeah. you flourish. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So let's, you know, let's talk about, I, I love this topic because I think social media is such a, a hot topic. You know, people are always like, what should I do? I don't know how to do things or they get stagnant. So I'm excited to have you here and really talk about this. So, you know, where should we begin when we start looking at, you know, to optimize our social media profiles, you know, based on our personal brand, you know, where, you know, where should we concentrate? I mean, I think for wedding photographers, you know, an answer would be Instagram, obviously, but I would love to hear, you know, your, your take on that. Yeah. So honestly, I think everybody should just have an Instagram, even if they don't like to be in front of the camera often. I think Instagram is a really great visual platform. You can have it be your portfolio. You can have it be something where you take people behind the scenes in your in your um, experiences that you provide to your clients. But I honestly think you should go where your strengths are. So some people are more video oriented. So something like TikTok would be great for them. And LinkedIn is not dead. So LinkedIn is also something great if you like more, if you more, if you like to connect more with people and network and you still want to be able to provide value, then LinkedIn is also a great source. But yeah, I always tell people to start up Instagram because I think it's the easiest platform to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the easiest platform to maximize. Yeah, totally. So so once we ha- know what platform, let's say, okay, let's for like a basis, we're all going to start with Instagram. We're all brand new. We're, we're going to start Instagram. How would you suggest that we start optimizing that profile? So number one, I think you need to have in your there's this really, this is part, it's called name, but it's that bolded line that's above your bio. That should be your name, your your branded name, your company's name, and your location. I think that's something that people often forget, but that tool is actually searchable. That line is actually searchable. So if you have um, a DMV photographer, wedding photographer, then if somebody's looking for a DMV photographer, you would come up. But if it's just in your bio, it wouldn't, it wouldn't come up. So that's the first thing I always say, have a name that basically expresses what your brand is, whether you want to go by your name or a branded name, and then your location. And then obviously a very clear, engaging profile picture, something that looks welcoming, something that looks obviously high quality. Those are the two main things that I would start with. Oh, and do you think, just to interrupt you, or to piggyback off that, it's like, I always tell my coaching clients it should be their face, right? Not their no. logo. What do you Have what do you agree? Or what do you think? <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think wedding photography is is an even more specific niche and where people really want to feel connected to the person that's going to be taking the pictures that are going to last with them for a lifetime. So to definitely use your face is is, is a great way to show people who's going to be with them throughout their, their the most special, one of the most special days of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Okay, cool. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm on the right page there. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you think we should do to optimize our, our profile? And then the bio, the bios trips up a lot of people. They're like, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say too much. I think the bio should just be clear. What is it that makes your experience unique? So it could be just what your personal, you know, quirks and and cool things about you are. And, you know, if I was a wedding photographer, I would put in there something that I think would be relatable. Like I could put in there that I'm a coffee lover. I love coffee. And if I put that in there, then somebody who's looking for a wedding photographer, I'm like, oh my goodness, I love coffee too. So it's a great conversation starter. So Mm -hmm. something fun like that, um, that expresses your personality. 
And um, your the link that's underneath the bio should always be a landing page or your personal website or Linktree. Linktree is a free option if you don't have um, just one place where all of your information is. And Linktree will help you kind of show help your client or help the person, your audience kind of know the different ways that they can find different types of information. So yeah, a really engaging bio and a, a great link in the bio. Yeah. Yeah. And if, I don't know if anybody uh, listening uses later, they actually, if you upgrade to like the next tier, they give you a free link in bio. So I use that for T with Janae where, you know, I have my website, I have the blog and I have the podcast and then I have my personal stuff. So it's actually very helpful um, just to get people buttons and not confuse them, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you want them to go to where they want to go and not frustrate them and just walk away. So I love that. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I think, so we're talking about Instagram, but let's say you don't like TikTok or you don't, you know, want to be on LinkedIn. Do you, are those things that you have to do or can you really be um, specific as to where you're concentrating your time? Oh, you can definitely be specific. But the one thing I will say is you should own your name. Mm-hmm. So even if you're on being on TikTok, make a TikTok with your name. So at least nobody else <laughs> creates a TikTok for you without you knowing. I think that's the one thing um, in personal branding. I'm always like, you know, even if you don't want a website, you know, get your domain name. So at least you hold the keys to your name and focus on the platform that you're most comfortable with. I have a TikTok. I posted a couple things on TikTok, but it's not my bread and butter. I don't mm-hmm. spend any time on there, but at least if somebody goes on TikTok, they see my face, they see where they can find me for more content. And that's honestly all that's important to me on TikTok or LinkedIn is a little different. You don't just have to create a LinkedIn just, just because, because LinkedIn does require a lot of, you know, networking and building those connections. If you want to just have the profile on there, it doesn't hurt. But I'll say for like Twitter and, and TikTok and um, I can't even think there's, I'm sure there's plenty other platforms, but <laughs> <laughs> just put your name, just make an account, put your name. So at least that, you know, that if you decide to hop on there, that name is available for you, but yeah. obviously focus on the platform that's most comfortable for you. Totally. And like Facebook, you know, like claim your name, you know, Facebook and integra- uh, and Instagram are together. And if you want to run ads on Instagram, you know, like there's like a whole subset of like why you should have stuff because yeah, you know, that they work together. <laughs> so it's good to know. So, so let's say, you know, someone's just starting out or, or they're looking to rebrand their business, you know, where do you recommend that they start? Yeah. So I am all for the aesthetics. I, but I don't necessarily mean have like a perfectly color coded, perfectly perfect, even toned Instagram page or whatever page, you know, you want to create, but find something that's going to be consistent in your images. So if that's going to be the color blue, for example, if you go and hop on Canva and you just find that one shade of blue and you want to put out information, you can make very simple, quick graphics with your color blue. So find what's going to be your visual brand identity, whether it's a pattern, whether it's a color, whether it's just an editing style, whatever you want to be the most cohesive thing about your your page, find that. And then everything becomes a lot easier because then you know, okay, I just need to make sure I incorporate this and my feed is still going to look great. And I think that's something that's really intimidating for some people. It's like, oh my goodness, but I want my feed to look great. It's a lot more easy to be cohesive than one thing. Just find one thing that's going to be consistent in your images. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's Instagram is like a funny thing, right? Because people get tired of it looking perfect, 
and they want the raw and they want like the real, but like, as some speaking for myself, like as a type A personality, especially with my photography, like it's, it needs to look good. <laughs> like I can't, yeah. like, I can't have memes. Like I just, I tried it and then I just go back and I archive it. Cause I just hate it. <laughs> yeah, I am the same way. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So from your past experiences, you know, I love always asking people what not to do. Um, you know, cause I feel like people kind of learn in, in hearing, you know, the mistakes or like things to avoid, you know, what things do you think that we should avoid when it comes to our social media profiles? Hopping on every single trend. That is the one thing that I have seen people burn out from. And if you have the capacity to be able to, you know, hop on every reels trend and and, and try to, to maximize your opportunities by doing that, more power to you. Couldn't be me. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's the one thing I always want to tell people. Like social media does not have to be this tiresome thing. I think batching content is one thing that has helped me prevent burnout, but yeah, don't try to be everywhere every time. Don't try to, to take every little trend and figure out how you're going to incorporate that into your content. I think just stick to what you want to, to, to put out. If that's, if you want to tell stories, tell stories, if you want to um, show your, your, just make it be a portfolio, just make it be a portfolio. Don't feel pressure to do everything all the time. I love that. It's like so nice to hear. I feel a very big set, a wave of relief coming over me. Like, oh yeah, thanks. Salima said yeah. I don't have to do it all. And and I think people need permission. You know, like you, you, sometimes you need someone to tell you, hey, you don't have to be everywhere all the time. You don't have to be on every social media channel. I feel like sometimes with wedding photographers too, people say, oh, do you do photo and video? And I, I, my response is, honestly, I can only be great at one thing. So no, I only do photos. You know, I'll, I'll give you a professional who's, who is, prof you know, amazing at video. You know what I mean? Like, because I know my strengths. And for me, like, I can't be on Twitter. It's such a hostile, like negative space that like my self-care is like, I just can't be on Twitter. And that's my personal choice, you know? So I like removed my profile many years ago and, but it was like, getting to a place where it was bringing me, you know, like stress, you know, and anxiety, like, oh, I have to go on Twitter today. Like, it's just, I think when you find your joy and like, like you said, you know, social media should be fun, then it becomes fun. You know, I like Instagram, but I only like Instagram like two, three times a week because that's what I can like, that's my capacity. And I, I think yeah. that's okay. You know, I mean, no one's like, she's missing. <laughs> like, what no. do you, like, what do you think? you know, like you're the expert here, like what is like a good posting schedule? Like, do you, you know, cause like with my, I tell my clients and like, even on the podcast, you know, you should at least show up once a week if there's like a minimum requirement, but I think between two and three times is like very good. And if you do it every day, that's awesome. But like, I don't have the capacity for that. Like what, what are your thoughts? I say it's not a number. It's just how often you can show up consistently, mm -hmm. because if you post three times this week and the next week you post once and the following week you post none. And then the following week you post four times. Like you want to show people that you are level and consistent. And I think that's when they start to trust you. I think that's when they start to actually truly get to know you. And that's when the Instagram algorithm gets to truly know you too. So mm -hmm. whatever you can consistently, I, I'm not as consistent as I can be. Um, I definitely, like I said, the batching content is the one thing that I'm I'm looking forward to to incorporating more this year, so that I can post uh, a lot more. And by batching, create a really quick example. That's basically 
me just sitting down on a Sunday, doing a bunch of reels at once, and then being able to spread that out over the next uh, couple weeks. But I say minimum once a week. And mm-hmm. if you're not showing up in your feed, definitely show up in your Instagram stories, show mm-hmm. up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the balance that I found. It's a lot easier for me to show up in my stories on a daily basis than it was for me to, to post consistently. Cause I'm helping my clients post on their social media. And it's, it's just speaking a lot. But if you feel like once a week is all you can do, wonderful. Do once a week and just do that consistently. If you feel like you can do the two to three times a week, great. Do that and do that consistently, but you definitely don't need to post every day. Whoever tells you that they, it's, it's not true. Right. And you don't need to, but, um, Instagram just used all the features that Instagram has show up yeah. in their feed and show up in stories, go live a couple times uh, a year, do things that will make sure your audience can connect with you in multiple ways. Right. Right. And what about Pinterest? We haven't even gotten there. Like, do you recommend, well, yeah. What do you think about that platform? That is such an underrated platform. I So fun fact, I have a food blog, but I, I don't keep it up as much as I, I would like to. But my food blog has experienced a lot of growth thanks to Pinterest. And I think people, it's a lot easier to make a pin than people realize. So I would say make a Pinterest account. Anything you post on Instagram, add it on your Pinterest and just let Pinterest do its thing. I have seen how effective that platform is. It's, it's a search engine. So just it's a lot more complex to get started, but once you realize and get the rhythm of just pinning your Instagram posts to your, or bringing your Instagram posts to your Pinterest, it, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I've talked about this before, but um, I always recommend Tailwind. I don't know if you use them, but that software is built for Pinterest and will help you kind of just get in tune with their algorithm and pin at the right time when your audience is active and the growth I've had from using that app on Pinterest has been crazy. So I always recommend that. Yeah. So, you know, I think a good question is, you know, how can a strong, you know, personal brand unlock sort of like a new career or maybe even business opportunities that we haven't thought of? Like, do you think that's even possible? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I went to school, I studied political science and I uh, was going down a pre-law route. And when I started to think about my own personal brand, which incorporated me helping other people um, develop their personal brands, I started realizing that there's a lot of transferable skills that people will tell you they need. And at face value, you won't think that they would need that. So like I'm a creative person and somebody was like, well, can you help me with this marketing campaign? And before I was like, I would, I would never think that that type of opportunity is for me because I didn't study business. I didn't know anything about, you know, data and what to look for in, in that type of sense. But I knew how to be on social media and I knew how to create something that looked engaging and pretty. So they were like, that's enough. And it would not, that opportunity would not have come if I did not present myself as, you know, the personal brand strategist that, that I am today. So when you put all out, that's all, all that there is to you out there. Other people let you know that they need what's in you, even if you don't realize it at the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're uh, in the wedding photography business, if you're putting your personality uh, through your social media pages and people see how either energetic of a person you are, or even the opposite, maybe you're a little bit more reserved, a little bit more shy, a little bit more quiet, I'm probably going to be the bride that needs that. 
I'm going to need the bride that's not going to, I'm going to need the, the photographer that's not going to overwhelm me because I, I know that day is going to be very nerve wracking for me. So if I show those opportunities and it's like, okay, hey, maybe you could have a conversation with me and you can, I can pick your brain on this and you'll be like, oh, wait, I didn't even know I could be a coach. But you realize that you have the experiences, you have the knowledge that people do need. Um, and oftentimes we hold ourselves back. So that's why I always say that a personal brand can open the door to opportunities because it allows other people to pull out the things in you that you would not have basically presented to them um, before. Yeah. Gosh, this is hitting home for me. I mean, the whole reason we're having this conversation on Tea with Janae is because I was holding myself back for years uh, because I was like, nobody wants to learn from me. You know, I'm just like this little nobody. And then once I started engaging literally on Instagram, this is like not planned, you guys. <laughs> and then I, I was like, do you want me to like help help you guys? And then it was a yes. And then here we are almost four years later and I've got this podcast and it's like helping people from the comfort of you know their home. Um, so it, it's really interesting like what you, you know, kind of also has to be in the right mindset or like a growth mindset where you're like, okay, I'm going to put it out there and see if it resonates. And then kind of let it happen. You know, like some this kind of happened organically, but I, I love that you just said that because it just feels like that what that's what happened for me. And I'm maybe even people listening might be like, well, maybe if I do that, I could happen for you know, I love that. It's really nice. Yeah, no, definitely. I just be you. And uh, there's a you're a lot more uh, inspiring than you would ever think of yourself. That's right. how I felt, you know, coming um starting you flourish and just going through like not realizing that what I would think is minimal made a huge impact. So what you think is just like a little tip you you know learned a few years ago is going to be life-changing for someone. So just continue to, to spread that and the opportunities are definitely going to come knocking. Yeah. I love that. So actually you mentioned you, you flourish, excuse me. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. You know, I would love to, to know more about that and share it with our listeners and maybe even find out how it can help them. Yeah, so I have one signature program and uh, basically takes you through what I call my 4D method, which is discover, develop, design, and deliver. So in the discovery phase, we basically just pull out all of those things that we talked about, the little things that makes you unique, the little things that will make your experience unique um, with your clients. And then the development phase is when we would kind of refine that and make really concise, clear statements so that it's very clear anywhere you go. And it's kind of like basically like your elevator pitch. Then the design part is the fun part. That's when you can, you know, figure out the logo and the color scheme and, and the website and all the things that are visual in your brand. And then deliver is just your content strategy, figuring out how you're going to put your brand out there. So I take my clients through that phase. And I right now I only do one on one, but hopefully this year. I, it was supposed to happen towards the end of last year. And I don't know what happened. The holidays took over, I guess. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I hope to have more just e-learning resources so people can also learn um, on their own time. So that's basically what we do at You Flourish. But it's really, I, I find that it's it's a lot of conversations and just discussions because a lot of times people just don't feel like they're deserving of a brand. They think, okay, this is, my name is Salima and I'm good at this. But it's almost like once that, once that word brand um, gets in their mind, it happened to me too. It, it holds you back because you're like, oh no, I'm not big enough for a brand. Like, no, no, no. Like I do, I just take pictures, but no, every single person has a brand mm -hmm. and it's your responsibility. It is your, it's your, you basically have the chance to create something that's already in you and just share it, you know, with the world. So 
that what you said about mindset is huge because that's one of the biggest things that I work with clients on is just recognizing that you're deserving of success and you're deserving of a brand and you deserve the clients that are going to come your way because of it. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of my uh, mentors that I look up to is Denise, um, Denise DT. And one of her mantras that I say all the time is like, I serve, I deserve, right? It's like four four words and it really just gives you permission to like, to chart, you know, to start your business, to start, you know, your brand, to start helping others. And, you know, it's so interesting. Like the more people you meet, the more differently you can see things. And I I love that. This conversation has been so awesome. <laughs> I know. I'm loving it. And honestly, it just feels, it's just such a great way to start the day. It's yes. so calm. I'm like, I feel relieved even like sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to, to, to take in the things that I teach for myself. You know? yeah, totally. <laughs> I know. We, sometimes we forget to do it ourselves too. But before, before I let you go, um, I love, you know, here at TUHNA, we love giving our listeners tangible tips, actionable advice with every episode. I like to help people um, right away. So maybe, you know, you can just share a couple of tips that, you know, can help them create and optimize their social media profiles, you know, based on their personal brands? Yeah. So I will take you through a really quick profile audit. So basically your profile picture, is your profile picture clear? Is your profile picture bright? Is it engaging? Are you smiling? Do you look too serious? Just figure out if that profile picture is what you would want to see if you're going to um, hire yourself. Then take a look at your name the Instagram name, make sure your location is in there, make sure what you do is in there. And then look at your bio, make sure in your bio, you kind of take out the fluff and you kind of get straight to the point of who you are, what your personal, um, what your unique experience is going to be, something relatable, something that will hook in someone coming to your page and say, oh, I would be friends with this person. So I will definitely trust them for, for this service. Then make sure your link in bio is taking someone somewhere. It doesn't matter if it's everywhere they could be, but just at least have something in there that will take someone to get more information on the services that you provide or just a little bit more about you. And then I'll look at your grid and make sure in your grid, you take out any pictures that are blurry or low light or just doesn't match the vibe you want your brand to have. And just start posting, start posting things that will show your clients why they should look nowhere else but you for their wedding photography. I love it. Oh my gosh. This has been amazing. Those are such great tips. You guys, everyone listening, you can take five minutes, go through the audit and, and already, you know, make your personal brand even better. So Salima, thank you so much for being here. This has been incredible. I really love talking to you and hopefully you come back, but let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services and say hello online. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You can find me on Instagram, Salima Omwenga, and you can also find me on my website, either salimaomwenga.com or you flourish, you-flourish.com. Awesome. And all these links will be in the show notes. You guys can swipe on up right now, click on the websites and let Salima let know that you listened to today's episode. Salima, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure and I hope to have you on again soon. Thank you so much. And I am definitely going to be back. <laughs> 
Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to Salima for being our wonderful guest today. It was such a joy to get to know you and talk to you and pick your brain about all things social media. If you guys want to find out more about Salima and work with her, swipe on up, click on the show notes, and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys. I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.